Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to Bravo Happy Hour. I'm your host, Megan O'Donnell. Grab yourself a drink and join me while I break down the week in Bravo TV news. Danielle Staub from The Real Housewives of New Jersey placed another restraining order on her ex-husband, Marty Caffrey. The cast of Vanderpump Rules have been taking over headlines this week with a Twitter war between Jax Taylor, James Kennedy, Katie Maloney-Schwartz, and Raquel Weiss. And Vanderpump Rules star Ariana Maddox revealed that she had cancer removed from her body back in 2018. Bethany Frankel from The Real Housewives of New York unfortunately suffered yet another fish-related allergy attack, but this time is while she was flying. We'll end the show discussing our favorite moments from Bravo TV this week. I will be tackling this mess and more with today's co-host, TV. She runs a hilarious Twitter account called TV Watches Trash, which is all about Bravo. Duh, follow that. <laughs> we met a few months back at a Real House trivia night in Astoria, where not only did we win first place, but I believe you were days away from giving birth. I was, uh, actually, I think I was overdue. So I, I, I took my extremely pregnant self from South Brooklyn to Astoria and, like, risked going into labor in the middle of Housewives trivia. That would have been the true Bravo oh, baby. Oh, my God. Baby. I would have been, like, Eva at the reunion of Atlanta <laughs> yeah. last year, just, like, heaving and moaning and in the background. basically like, do not talk to Eva. If she gets too riled up, there may be a broken water. I feel like she didn't get enough attention for that. It was a really great moment. <laughs> so to get to know you a little better, I'm going to ask you three questions. What is your favorite show on Bravo? Okay, so... Obviously, this is all going to be like based in Housewives, more or less, because I don't really keep up with a lot of the other shows. Um, as a full body of work, it has to be Roni. I don't feel like there's ever really been dud seasons, with maybe like one exception. Like they've been, there's always been something for everybody in every season. Um, the most perfect first season I've ever seen was Real Housewives of Melbourne season one. However, I used to have a way to watch it not legally and I no longer do and I haven't watched it since then so I'm like it's kind of like etched in amber for me like it was huh. I don't know if you've ever seen I've never seen and I've never really watched it I don't think there's a legal ones. way to get it in the US I think you have to have I was like illegally streaming it from like a Canadian thing with like a VPN mask like <laughs> and then it stopped working and I was like well I guess that's the end of that Okay, if you guys know where to find it, please let us know. Yeah, no, someone please, this. because oh, I feel like actually I have a lot of people that have like 
been out there putting out feelers because like there are other pop culture reporters that will post about it and they're American and you're like, where are you getting this? Yeah. <laughs> and if you DM them and ask them, they won't tell you. And you're like, come on. No, but I mean, season one of Melbourne was like, <laughs> it's so good. The wife of the drummer from the band Silverchair features heavily. <laughs> she believes she can talk to angels. She constantly talks about talking to angels. There's another cast member who's a barrister, but she kind of um, does her makeup and hair and stuff like a drag queen. Oh. Oh, and Jaina? she's the villain. Yeah, Jaina. She's the villain. I don't remember anybody's name now, obviously. <laughs> she's the only one who I know. Um, I definitely, like, watch the show, oh, but not, so like, good. They're so good. They throw a uh, Mexican-themed housewarming, the woman from with the husband from Silverchair, and it's deeply offensive. <laughs> like, deeply offensive. Okay, they're like, right. everybody put a mustache on. <laughs> and they're like, here are some pictures of, like, dead Mexican gangsters that we blew up as decor. Like, And it's, like, actual black and white photos of, like, people that were, like, shot in, like, conflicts and stuff. <laughs> It's terrible. So, and of course, it's also to launch their like tequila line, I believe. Well, of um, course. So that yeah, it was incredible. And then also the reunion for that one, compared to the U.S., was phenomenal because they kind of broke the fourth wall. And their their version of Andy Cohen, who hosts it, was like, "What are you guys most proud of?" And they were all like, "We're very proud to be like." And that's a terrible Australian accent. They're like, "We're we're so proud. We're the first Housewives franchise in Australia." And I'm like, what a bar to set. Right? Like, That's amazing. That's all you're proud of. So good. Getting casted on a show. Jesus Bonus Christ. Bonus shout out for favorite shows on Bravo. And this is going to date me. I miss when they still showed operas. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I would tune in. I would tune in on a Sunday afternoon to see like some Puccini. Oh my God. So, that makes those were the days. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That is so funny. <laughs> so what is your least favorite show on Bravo? I'm going to say Real Housewives of D.C. because they fucked that up right out the gate. Um, as someone who's spent a lot of time in D.C. in their life, they were stupid to even think that they were going to get something intriguing off the ground. Obviously, they were going to end up in a Salehi situation because no one who's actually legitimate in D.C. would participate in a show like that. I feel like everyone in D.C. has NDA writers on their job yeah. like, or is married to somebody with NDA writers on their job. So you're always going to have like these peripheral people that are not really actual anything and yeah. not even in a fun way like Atlanta where like the first season of Atlanta like none of them had any money no, yeah. and they like totally faked it like I 100% yeah. believe that production was renting houses for everyone I mean, yeah, like none of them had any yeah. money in terms of a show that's still running I, Orange County for me I watched the first three seasons religiously and then skipped seasons four through eight yeah, <laughs> like, they just fluffed. I uh, yeah, didn't need it. I missed like almost everything with Gretchen Rossi. I don't feel like I'm missing it. I no. didn't need to see more of Slade. Like, um, yeah. But so I I do still watch OC. I believe in I believe maybe OC might come around. And my other big criticism for it, why it's one of my least favorites, is it suffers from uh, a real lack of diversity. And I'm not just talking racially, but also like socioeconomically. Like there's a tension, even to Beverly Hills, where some people don't have as much money as other people. Definitely. And that's what creates, I mean, even Kim DeKyle, you know? Yeah, exactly. Even A to B there, like that's what creates the drama. And, and in OC, Lisa, like Lisa was like the rich one. You know, yeah, like, exactly. Jill with exactly. Bethany. The Jill with Bethany. Um, even in New Jersey, there's... Well, New Jersey doesn't have that, but what New Jersey has to make up for it is that it's real relationships. It's like sure. a real family and stuff yeah. like that. Uh, Potomac has that to a degree. Uh, yeah, Robin Dallas is so doesn't have it, but Dallas has real friendships that were real off camera before the show, so it yeah. makes up for it. So that having been said, I just feel like, oh, see, it's boring because it's like, if you have all people that live basically in the same cul-de-sac, like you did at the start of the yeah. show, there's not going to be a lot of drama because there are... I mean, they're all Trump supporters. Yeah. Oh. So, you know, there's not a lot of diversity happening there. <laughs> so yeah. True. 
Alrighty, Bravo star that you think should come back to a franchise. That's always my favorite one to hear about. And I'm actually very, I'm waiting with bated breath. I was gonna say, I have a multi-part answer to this one too. I have a lot of thoughts. Um, as always, I eagerly await the eventual reinstatement of Phaedra. Um, oh, I 100% yeah. believe that she should have She's been gonna taken off. Back. She's going to tiptoe back in. But what I like is when they take somebody off like that and then they let them back in later, i.e. like Luann, Ooh. Bethany, Sheree, oh, they come back humbled. Yeah. Uh, except for Bethany, but that's why I have issues with the second incarnation yeah. of Bethany. But I love like <laughs> Luann came slinking back, like tail between her legs. Right? She's was like, like, I thought I could do it on my own and I can't. Nini. Yeah, yeah. Crawled back, Ooh, crawled right back. Rules. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, I know enough about VPR to know yeah. that. But um, so I feel like that'll be interesting. Also, because I mean, does she still have that house? I feel like there were news items about. Did she lose the house? I after believe you went to prison? she might have moved, but I would move too because his well, energy she was, like, would uh, not yeah. be good. That enough. house was actually nice, and she, I believe, was the only cast member that was actually living in Buckhead, which is like the Beverly Hills of Atlanta. I think Kim Zolciak might be. I feel like now, maybe now, but, um, definitely not back in the day. I also feel like they shoot a lot of B roll of the signs pointing to Buckhead for yeah. Atlanta and then nobody actually lives there. They well, want to like, like Jersey imply. and Franklin Lakes is like so fancy and Colts Neck and all these fancy towns. I was going to say, and like, I, do any of them still live in Franklin Lakes? I doubt it. And the Manzos did. I think the Manzos did. I think Teresa's house is just outside. <laughs> and what's funny is being from New Jersey, Colts Neck is a very long way away from all those other places. Weird. So yeah, Colts Neck is like a two-hour drive with traffic, probably. From, wow. They're, they're really far north in New Jersey. Like, they're all the way up where you're, like, almost in Pennsylvania, kind Ugh. of. I mean, it's fast to get here to yeah. New York, but it's, like, to go south in Jersey, it takes a long time. Um, anyway, yeah, so my other runners-up for people I want to see brought back, I would love to have Carlton back on Beverly Hills. Yeah, take um, it or leave her. Mainly because I like seeing Kyle upset. Yeah. And I just feel like we should do more things that upset Kyle. <laughs> And then I believe I'm getting my wish on this one. I'm not that excited about Jill coming back on New York. You know, we'll see what we see. Yeah. I kind of feel like I know what it's going to be. There's going to be crying. There's going to be like, Bobby was the love of my life. There's going to be like, why did you do this to me, Bethany? And then she's going to spin right around and make it how it was all the seasons she was yeah. on where she wants to control the show and she wants everything to be about her. And like, she's, she and Lisa Vanderpump are cut from the same cloth where it's like, if I'm not going to steer this ship, I don't want to be on it. Yeah. So, and like Ginger's dead now. Yeah, like, so it's like, I... who's licking her nose? Like, um, no one. She has this new little dog named, oh, God, the name is escaping me, but it's a new little fluff, fluff ball. And, like, Allie's out of the house, right? Yeah. So... I, like, I want to see you sending your daughter to fat camp. Like, I want to yeah. see darkness yeah. coming from you. Or I want, I don't know, it's just, like, her whole bit was kind of, like, fun until it wasn't, and I don't really feel like we need to go back there. Like, her ambitions are so naked that yeah. it's sort of, like, not fun for me. <laughs> her ambitions but... are so naked. <laughs> they so are. Like, God... <laughs> I just feel like she showed up at the opening of an envelope all the years she's been off. Like, Truly. She's waiting for somebody to ask for She showed something. up at Danielle Stelb's bachelorette party on Housewives of New yeah. Jersey, which is actually a great segue. Obviously, Danielle Staub got married to her husband, Marty McCaffrey. So they got married in May. Divorce papers were filed in September. Obviously, their divorce has been really gnarly, but recently the Jersey star <laughs> went to the police to obtain a new order of protection on Wednesday night. Court granted temporary order lasting 10 days on Thursday. Marty McCaffrey said he's not aware that a new restraining order is in place at all. She's received multiple death threats on social media over her behavior and how she treats people. So she filed something with the police that had nothing to do with me or whether or not, whether or not she's filed a restraining order or me, I'm not sure what it could be used for. <laughs> There's been no interaction between the two of us. We're living in the same house, but we're avoiding each other. 
that's really healthy. So yeah, I, there's a lot to unpack here. I tried to do a little internet sleuthing before I got here because I never, even when she came back on New Jersey last season, figured out what Marty McCaffrey does. Or like yeah, I doubt he, he has, has real money. I don't feel like he has real money either. Like, I don't know. I feel like it's it's some New Jersey bait and switch where it's like, you own a house, so everybody thinks you're wealthy. Yeah. Right. I don't know. Like, I just, like, don't buy it. He also, that episode from the other week where they're like, the guys are trying to get him to say that he doesn't like Danielle. I'm like, he's, like, not very quick on the uptake. No. So I'm sort of like, we get it, Danielle. Like, you come in, you scam. That's, like, your thing. But I don't know why we all have to be dragged into this now. I 100%... Like, I believe basically that all these things are true from everyone. I believe that, like, like the restraining order probably isn't against him, mm-hmm. but she made it sound like it is. I totally believe that he put his hands on her. I totally. would totally buy that. I also totally believe that she's probably made his life a living hell. Like, I think everybody's behaving very badly yeah. and everyone should go home. <laughs> um, and, uh, you know, honestly, in all this, like, my heart goes out to those poor daughters. I know. Who just were so dead behind the eyes in those episodes. Truly. So, Danielle Saab uh, has been saying repeatedly in their past lawsuits that he repeatedly video and audio recorded her without knowledge having sex. He mocked and harassed her for being sexually abused by her father as a child, which I didn't know that that was even a plotline for Danielle. Oh. She's messed the fuck up. You know, she's really messed up. I feel like it came up... Maybe season two. Not in the first thing where they were, like, all finding the... Remember season one of New Jersey was the drama of the them going to the library to get the uh, book? Yeah, and then walking to the salon. Can you just imagine that, like, like them going to the library and, like, the Bergen County right. Library and being like, help me. Yeah. I'm on a mission. Right. Um, yeah, but I, I mean, I don't... I'm not surprised. I feel like she has talked about it at some point. I think we're also all forgetting that she, much like Kim Zolciak, had a brief-lived, like, lesbian relationship storyline. Oh, like, she's just really been, like, all close. over the place where it's... I'm not trying to say that that's, like, not okay, but it's just more like, this is clearly a woman with, like, very little impulse control that, yeah. like, doesn't really care, like, what the consequences of anything are, so... So true. Danielle also stated that he implied that her relationship with her daughter were lesbian affairs... And he said that purposely mm. to try to reference incest and embarrass her about her own childhood abuse. So this dude is fucking weird. And you Yeah, know, again, I, I think all these things are true. I think yeah. he probably said some fucked up stuff and also she's probably making some of it up. Like Of course. He followed up saying her kids are entitled cunts. Uh, pardon my French. Uh, so I guess... Could be true. Who yeah. knows? <laughs> I mean, that was the other thing about her season one on New Jersey was her whole claim to fame was that she was the first person in New Jersey. This is such a weird flex. The first person in New Jersey to have a black card. She was? Yeah, no, like that season one of New Jersey, that was oh what she God. came in with. Like, I live a really privileged life. I'm the first person in New Jersey to have a black card. Like, like I highly doubt that for some reason. I like, really doubt it. And two, again, very strange flex. That's being that's like being like I'm the first person that hit like a thousand points on my Dwayne Reed. Like, <laughs> I mean, you see it on the show. She's they're like, but you know, is love more important than money? She's like, money is important. Yeah, but love is number one. But like even that, yeah. I'm like that is not a convincing way of telling. And you can tell you. which episodes she's like medicated in which one she's not whether self or otherwise i'm really couldn't yeah. say i'm not a doctor but a part of me definitely wants this whole plot line to be over i i loved seeing the bimini footage yeah. it was hysterical her and margaret i'm glad margaret was like you're 56 years fucking old like you don't need more shit in your house you don't you shouldn't be asking for hermes plates it was Get a tough yourself. the whole thing was a tough choice by the producers i think because i don't know that i really need to see this whole wedding Mm-mm. she's not a full-time cast member she doesn't even get talking heads. she's clearly clearly doing it all for the camera yeah. you know what i mean like flipping out about the the wet hair that could not have been more staged the wet hair thing 
So, <laughs> yeah, that was my favorite. <laughs> so speaking of abuse, uh, <laughs> oh, hey, worst transition. Vanderpump Rules star. Okay, it's it's a whole <laughs> long convoluted story. I'm just gonna start. Katie Maloney Schwartz tweeted the other day saying, "I know the truth. Say what you want. Hashtag abuse. Hashtag consent." She's talking about Schwartz. No, so she's no. talking okay. about. I, okay, for, for the audience here, I have watched one season of Vanderpump Rules, crazy, and it's the first season, so I'm missing a lot. All I know from last season is that Lala drank from a bottle, which I was really oh here for, but I don't really know any Oof. much else. Yeah, I mean that was honestly one of the biggest takeaways from last season. So yeah, that's that's a good one. So okay, if you guys don't have any background. This season, everybody is out to get James Kennedy. Everybody thinks Jax is the new saint, which is hilarious. Yeah, that doesn't sound right. They're mad at James because he supposedly cheated on Raquel. Okay. Raquel is his girlfriend. And you think, um, so I do pick up some things here and there from the blogs, obviously. Like, so Filmian, what's Raquel's deal? Like, what's her deal? Is she a server? So, no, she was a pageant queen, met James while she was in college. Pageant queen from where? Uh, like somewhere in California. Okay, okay, okay. All right, okay. So, yeah, I know, right? If she was yeah. in Texas. Oh, I oh, would love it. That's so good. So, moved in with James in the summers, like, from college. She would just stay for the summer, whatever. But was obviously back at school for the ma- remaining months. He was cheating on her the whole time. Whatever. So, obviously, everybody's trying to now expose them. Katie Maloney Schwartz got into a huge fight with him because she made fun of his shorts. And then he turned to her and said, well, you don't look too flattering in yours either. Oh, like, boy. So now there's body shaming. Yeah. Katie Maloney is taking her faux feminism and starting, you know, Lisa Vanderpump, how do you let him speak to me like this at work? And it's like, you speak to people like that at work all the time. Like, yeah. I get, like, they're trying to, like, jump on this whole Me Too, Time's Up thing. Yeah. But it's like... Those are very serious things, like abuse and consent. You're talking are, about somebody, like, yeah. making fun of how you look in shorts. Yeah, it's and, not. like, him cheating on his girlfriend, not, like, abusing women consistently. Yeah. So, Katie then tweeted, I know the truth, say what you want, hashtag abuse, hashtag consent. She follows up saying, maybe I'm standing up for those abused who are scared to come forward. All I can say is that there's much more going on here. So, maybe that's true. I don't know. I mean, I would imagine this show seems pretty tightly controlled, like, what they'll allow out at different times. So, yeah. maybe there's more coming. I'm thinking Raquel then responded to Katie saying, to hashtag consent basically implies rape at Music Kills Kate. Is there anything you would like to say? Hmm, Katie has not responded. This then triggered James to start going off on people on Twitter, and this is where shit gets petty. He said, Katie Maloney is one disgusting human, basically making up stories to me about me to gain, gain, gain. That's all she does. Her marriage won't last, and trust me, neither will she after hashtag pump rules. And Jax, he's a sad, sad man after his daddy died. Coming from me because I'm the only man who that doesn't seems like. That really unnecessary. Brother, make peace with your dead father so you can be Ooh. set free. And that goes for Lala also. By the way, he made fun of George when he left. As in George Michael, who's his mm-hmm. uncle or godfather. Brittany Cartwright, who is Jax Taylor's fiance, then, t- then tweeted, The disgust continues. James Kennedy, I pray you will find peace someday. Yikes. So this is sort of like why I never got heavy. Again, my day might come with VPR where I really get into it, but it sounds just about as interesting as having like your friend who's a waitress tell you about drama at work. Like, yeah, that's basically yeah, the crux of it. Yeah, I get it. I get it. So, so I don't know. I mean, all I know is all these people at this point are like pushing 40, right? Yeah, so, they're all like mid to late 30s. Not Some a degree, of them are in 20s. Probably not a degree between them. Stassi has one. Oh, I believe that. I believe she's that. Stassi's obviously in another. She's from like a different, she's yeah. from a different cloth than the rest of them. And this trash. also sounds like, I feel like like in season one there's some hints of like Stasi's version of feminism which is basically just like licensed to be a huge brat yeah so uh-huh, right <laughs> it doesn't really have anything to do with anything else um 
the whole thing is a mess. And I, yeah. I kind of think it's a, a... I mean, everybody's hitting really low below the belt, bringing up his father. Like, you know, I think... I, I, a part of me thinks Katie Schwartz of, had an on-camera marriage, though, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, so... So sad. So that, yeah. I mean, that's another <laughs> thing. James is basically like, you guys are making fun of me. Schwartz has constantly cheated on Katie throughout all the show. Jax has constantly cheated on every single person he's been with on this fucking show. Everybody on our group cheats. And, like, maybe Raquel doesn't really give a fuck. She's like, dude, I'm at college. You're yeah, here. Yeah, like, yeah. you know, obviously I love you, but, like have fun, but like, maybe just don't tell me. Like, whatever. Like, yeah. you can have your arrangement. They're fucking young. Like, but yeah, these people are a mess, yeah. and I mean, I think it might also be for the show just to get more people watching. Last week, they actually had the lowest, a series low for their most And last season was really good for them, right? Yeah. I know, like, everybody she, was... Because Sheena, like, I, I was watching to see Sheena date this guy Rob right after her divorce, and, like, her delusion was... I heard she got, like, a crazy edit, like, a really bad edit. Oh, yeah. And so there's that. I mean, like, I don't watch the show, and I Lala drinking out of the bottle. Oh, God, so good. (sighs) So good. And then the pasta, you know, like, uh, the pasta of it all. (laughs) the pasta of it all. And, like, Tom Tom, is Tom Tom opening in last season or this season? It is opening this season. Oh, okay. It hasn't fully opened yet. But moving over to other Vanderpump Rule news, Ariana Maddox opened up in a very long Instagram caption. I just want them to end. We don't need your press releases. Yeah. But, no more iOS press releases. Right? <laughs> so she wrote, 2018 was a full year. Uh, a lot of moments were unplanned, blah, blah, blah. She went to Cuba, Japan, blah, blah, blah. Good for her. Must be nice. Right? What a life. Then she follows up saying, I have to admit I had to have a little bit of cancer removed from my body and lymph nodes <sighs> biopsied, parentheses, in the clear now. Why does she have to say little bit of cancer? Well, so... She's trying to make it light. There's a couple things about this, and I want to tread very lightly here because yeah. I want to sound insensitive, but, like, having... I don't know. I feel like this is a move, and I'm not trying to downplay the severity of whatever it is she might have gone through, but first of all, if you're being that jovial about it, it's still serious, but I yeah, mean, it's, it's like, it's like clearly like it, it, it didn't really break your stride too bad. Like you've dealt with it. You've yeah. moved on. That's great. I think that's really healthy actually. Um, but two, I feel like I'm trying, I'm struggling to remember. I feel like there's, well, there was all the confusion. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. In the early seasons of Atlanta about whether or not Kim Solziak had cancer, and she clearly just liked wearing wigs. Yeah. Um, and then there was somebody else in another season of another franchise, and now I, I'm really, it's like on the tip of my brain, where they made it sound like they had cancer, but they actually just had like a tumor tested. But they... 
was it? I know New Vicky Gumbelson's daughter had tumor and like mm, she's like a thyroid were, thing though. Yeah. Something real, and she's a nurse. Brianna's yeah, so she's legit. Brianna's a class act. I feel like. I'm trying she's, to think if anybody else. Someone else where like um oh well Brooks duh, duh. Brooks was a big one, um. But I think that entire thing was fake. Like, I don't think there were... And somebody, maybe it was somebody in New Jersey or something, where it was like, they painted it like they had had cancer, but really they had just had a biopsy done. And that's still really scary. I mean, if you're, especially yeah. if you're a healthy person. But, like, but it's it's really... really Peggy pain. from OC. Peggy, oh my God, how could I forget? Peggy out here, still hashtagging all of her photos, 100th housewife. Also, <laughs> as someone of Armenian descent, really dragging us down because she really made that her whole storyline, like we're traditional Armenians in Orange County and blah, 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 which is like hashtag very bleak, honestly, <laughs> um, speaking for my people. But um, it's like, don't be out here showing off how like controlling your husband is. Seriously. Um, and you know, Jennifer, this season in New Jersey gives me the same vibe where Ooh. I'm like, this is not, nobody's jealous of the fact that your husband gets mad when you leave the house. Leave the house. Like all the yeah. Louis Vuitton bags in the world don't make up for the fact that you can't leave the house when you want to. Like... <laughs> So Peggy, yeah, Peggy was like, I mean, it's like, girl, I get it. You know, it's funny. Peggy got, Peggy's a great case, like when Kim Fields was on Atlanta, where you didn't know what you were getting into. You came at this completely wrong. And then by the time you get to the reunion, you're like, oh, you could have given yourself a really great in and a lot of really interesting dynamic Mm -hmm. storylines. You had no idea what you were doing. Yeah. Like, so. Tough stuff. Tough stuff. She hasn't. Fried hair. Oof. She hasn't really addressed the cancer outside of this Instagram caption, but obviously we hope it's nothing too serious and that she's okay. Um, staying in LA, Gigi from Shaws of Sunset is officially divorced from her ex-husband. Good for her. Shalom Yorhu Shalami. Thank God. She posted a picture on Instagram with <laughs> a picture that said, Hell hath no fury like the attorney of a scorned woman. Made a long-ass Instagram caption yet again. She said, I'm officially divorced, married for seven weeks, and trying to get divorced for nearly two years. Ugh. Blah, blah, blah. She, I like how she tags her attorney. How long was she with the guy? Seven weeks. No, no, but like up leading oh, up to that. I, like, would, I would not say long. Okay. I would say probably a few months. Because I think Gigi. it was like a shotgun thing. I feel like Gigi's always kind of been a wayward soul. I don't really keep yeah. up on Shaz, but... <laughs> I mean, I've listened to her on some podcasts, and she talked about how she went to like... 15 different schools growing up and she was always getting kicked out and always doing drugs and like her drugs of choice were like weed and cocaine so like she was like a party girl and had all this money so back on episode 9 we talked about how Gigi said she started doing drugs at age 11 which is Mm. fucking crazy but she said like she was able to get away with it because she would like tell her parents like oh all the white kids parents let them do this and her parents were like immigrants they didn't really understand they were like okay like i guess if your friends are doing it like it's fine for what you what kind of immigrant parents did she have that doesn't I, track for me I, I know right i'm like i'm like I, uh, I can that usually <laughs> just saying that sentence is like you're never gonna leave your house again yeah like, right so at the end of the comment she writes, now let's get ready to plan that divorce party uh, and divorce parties kind of are a mixed bag for me too. It's like if you're only married for seven weeks, what are you doing? Yeah, I mean, who had? I'm trying to think. They did was... one on Atlanta for uh, Cynthia, Cynthia and Phaedra, and it went over really badly. Because yeah. it's sad, well, because, it's and like... also because Kenya is not so, and like yeah. she knew she was. Kenya was such a good villain. I, know. I miss her. A little. I do too, but I'm like also like really glad she's like finally has like the life. Sure, she sure, wants. sure. She'll be back. She will be back. Like, we... She'll be back. Uh, you know, and, um, I just, the, the battling houses, I just, you know, yeah. I miss her. <laughs> the battling butt workout cake, donkey booty versus, what was the other oh one? God, I don't remember what hers was. Sweating donkey. with, 
Kenya? I don't know. <laughs> Sweating with Kenya. <laughs> but I'm happy for Gigi. I'm glad she ditched that fucking loser because yeah. no reason to waste any more She's time so with that. She's so pretty. She's gorgeous. Bethany Frankel from The Real Housewives of New York is having yet another week of bad allergy issues. We reported back on episode 14 that she had had this really bad allergic reaction while she was in Boston with her boyfriend. This time she was on an airplane flying on Thursday when she boarded the aircraft and realized the crew was serving fish despite the fact that she called ahead to check if it would be safe. What was the airline again? I don't know. Let's start with point number one. I understand it's first class. Why are they serving bass on a cross-country flight? I know! It is a cross-country flight, yeah. right? I'm wondering like, why. Why would anybody want to eat fish in the air? I mean, I, and I love fish, but like, yikes. <laughs> Like, ah, uh, and then that was interesting. What I read about it was that that's like protocol is that if they find out that somebody has that severe an allergy, they have to be like, you can't even, we can't even just take the fish off the plane. Like this yeah. flight's canceled now. And it's yeah. got to just be legal liability, I'm sure. But like, um, so I don't know. I'm kind of like, Bethany is so interesting because there's a lot to not like about her, but there's something really Greek mythology ask about the whole arc she's had in the public eye and how like that girl like can't win for trying basically like or I don't even know if that was the right turn of phrase my brain is mush but like it's like I'm sure she didn't want that in the press I'm sure she yeah. didn't want a whole plane full of people to have to deboard because she's allergic to fish I totally believe she's allergic to fish I don't yeah. think it's some fake thing but like tough stuff like you just no matter what you do, you're gonna get painted a certain way. And she can't win. I feel like she's someone like as she didn't help herself either, but yeah, like she, she really she creates bigger issues, I feel like, sometimes. But yeah. you know, with allergies that are so severe and we've seen it on the show it would be addressed. Yeah, yeah. Last week it literally happened where she almost died and now she has to carry an EpiPen full time. She said being in a death being trapped in a cabin with no windows with cooking fish is a death trap. The airlines in the world needs to change. I will always be self-conscious about it, and today it didn't help. So I feel really bad for her. I, I feel bad she called ahead. I mean, it's like you did your due yeah. diligence. I'm sure one of her those poor little assistants got fired. Oh, God, I know. Can you imagine working for her? It's like literally my nightmare. She wrote to clarify some allergens are transmitted by touch and air. Fish is one and it's fatal. The more exposure to them, the more susceptible. It's not like the immunity thing where now exposure means less susceptible. Yeah. It's opposite. I've always kept it quiet, but that's over now. I which really I like terrible. all the terrible corporate bureaucracy aside. Like, I get the airlines thing because it's like the air is recycled on a plane. So it's yeah. airborne allergy. There's no getting around it, yeah. really. But again, why are we eating bass in yeah. first class? I'd be so <laughs> angry. Because, you know, I'm just picturing, like, I'm just thinking, I'm like, oh, it's just going to be like hot and greasy and like Ugh. it has a whole cabin gonna smell like bass like no thank you <laughs> yeah i haven't really done a deep dive on the new boyfriend he's a film producer yeah uh, coming yeah. out of boston so i guess it's long i think distance. i looked at his imdb and i was like yeah yeah i don't think he does anything no. not like lala's man on Vanderpump Rules. but yeah back <laughs> out on, here making gaudy right? yeah back on episode three yeah we discussed all about her her man's uh, we talked about it last episode as well. Okay, cool. But, yeah. Um, so I'll have to go back and educate myself. Right? Um, I might go back and hear my he research. Seems, <laughs> he does seem, he seems like normal cute and I feel like, I don't know, she's a funny one too because starting from season one, Jason, Jason OG, yeah. like she doesn't always pick them based off looks for sure. Yeah. And that, I kind of like tip my hat to her on that because I think that too many people get caught up in that sort yeah. of thing. At the same time, she's got weird taste, like very strange taste. Yeah. And you know what? I, honestly, I know what the answer to that riddle is. It's the taste of somebody who desperately wants unconditional love. Yeah. <laughs> Which is the sad kernel at the heart of Bethany Frankel. Yeah. That's a really good way of putting it. I mean, you know, I don't doubt that she's... 
the best mother she knows how to be, but like there's mm -hmm. no there's no way that kid gets to adulthood and they have a good relationship, right? I mean, she doesn't have a relationship with either of her parents. She talks about how like their relationship will probably end up somewhat like mirroring what's gonna happen. I was gonna say and it just seems just so fought. Yeah, like I mean like and despite her best intentions too, yeah. but just I want to say no one saw that Jason Hoppy was going to be such a psycho, but let's be real, we all saw it. I know. I guess I didn't really notice it in the beginning, but then, like, once you get the spinoff and, like, the real attention and yeah. your marriage and then your kid, like... Well, even in the beginning, when I watched those seasons now, like, when she was first dating him and he was showing up in the show, as now that I'm in my 30s and I watch that, I'm like, oh, the flags were all there. But when I was, like, 25 watching yeah. that, I was like, hey, things fun and cool. And it's like, yeah. no, no, no. He's, like, really angling for a lot of screen time and, like, he's like, sure, babe, I'll, like, drive your promotional car but like doesn't have a good job kind yeah, like, of is a like, trainer you, or like, like i don't know what it was he had he's like one of those people who had like quote unquote many jobs where it's like oh so you yeah. don't have one yeah like no and like i feel like anybody who leans really hard into the like i love my parents and <laughs> that sounds awful anybody <laughs> who loves their parents is terrible right you know anybody who's like really leans hard into like my parents are good wholesome people and i'm a good wholesome person is usually a fucking psycho <laughs> Yeah, that's about right. You know right. what I mean? Like, remember, because she was, he was like, I want my parents to be, like, her new family. And I'm like, ooh, you're pushing it real hard. And, yeah, like, like if you know anything about anything, like, you're like, if somebody comes from a really broken background like that, like, doing that is not gonna... Like, they'll come to it on their own. You don't yeah. have to push your parents at her. Like, Well, she had that one birthday party where she was literally crying, and he was like, what's wrong? She's like, I, I told you, like, I don't want a party like this for me. Well, exactly. She's like, birthdays have mm -hmm. never been good for me, mm -hmm. and here you are. You fucking surprised me. I thought we were going out for dinner, and there's like 80 people here celebrating me. She's like, well, I Well, and that's, that's like, the type of thing that's just what I'm talking about, is that at 25, I didn't see that for what it was. Yeah. And obviously, probably that whole thing was staged, but despite that... At, you know, 30 plus, you look at that and you're like, oh, that's a man who doesn't listen when yeah. his partner is talking. Therefore, it's like a couple quick hop skips to like full-blown misogyny. <laughs> like, totally. Like, you very plainly ignored this person's like verbalized needs to you. So yeah. you're probably awful. Ugh. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> Tough stuff over there. <laughs> well, you ever seen her in person? I've no. passed her on the street in Soho. Mm -hmm. She is so tiny. <laughs> I would love to see her. Yeah, I've never... Actually, no, I saw... I went to a book signing of hers when I was younger, but, like, I was in high school, so we were probably the same size. Yeah. So, like, at that uh, time, I was days, like, she's right? not so yeah. skinny. Now I'd be yeah. like, oh, my God. <laughs> Little levity coming out of New York. Luann Delaseps, <laughs> a.k.a. The Countess, <laughs> was overheard recently being asked by a friend what she wants to do next in her career, and The Countess said she would like to do more comedy, saying that she would like to star in a TV sitcom... <laughs> Now, you can't tell me that she didn't stand up on her bar stool at the Regency and shout that sentence yes. to anyone listening. <laughs> I know. Like, just spoke it into existence. Comedy! Also, I'll just say right off the bat, Nini watched so she could run. Very true. Yeah. And also, I'm not interested in seeing her in scripted. No, 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 no. I don't need to see any no. housewife in any TV show. Can I tell you something? Sewing is deeply problematic in a lot of ways, but I really tip my hat that she knows, and she's said many times, that she's only good off the cuff. Yeah. And I mean, she, yeah, it's, she's, it's true. She's only got off the cuff. Like, it's hard to be like, you can't just up and decide like Nini's like, I'm a comedian. It's like, yeah. And then you make rape jokes. To like, yeah. But that's the thing about it. And Nini, I'll at least say, clearly had this dream for a long time and was focused on it to some degree. Yeah. And also 
I'm not sure quite the degree of how successful she was in her former career, but I want to say that if you were making your living as a stripper, you know how to talk to people. Definitely. And so like you got entertaining. I mean, you're an entertainer, literally. Yeah. So I'm like, Nini had a base to go on there. Luann, I'm like, that nursing certificate from Connecticut <laughs> and that whirlwind marriage with the Count. Well, she was randomly an Italian game show host. Yeah. She does. Wait, I know. Oh, I'll <laughs> say that. I actually bet that she's a great like host. Yeah. Like I would totally watch her host like a game show or like a... <laughs> QVC. Yeah, she should be out on QVC, actually. She should. Well, she has, like, her Countess collection, so I wonder... Is it QVC? I don't think it's QVC, because that's, like, Rena's story. I'd rather watch her than Shannon Bedore, honestly. Hawking that disgusting Oh, Shannon wasn't ready for television. My friend is actually gonna come on the podcast soon and we're gonna do a recap of Shannon Bedore's frozen food line where we're getting some of it all it's incredibly expensive. Uh, That's why I'm like I gotta uh, save. save Like save $130 to get like some fucking veggie burgers and fish. Does it They're have some kind fish of dishes? Oh, like, again, we want to eat fish? microwave fish, like because that's what it would be on that flight too. That bass. Yeah, yeah they're probably serving Shannon cuisine. Yeah, Ugh. I. You know, does QVC have some kind of guarantee where you could call back after and be like, "I'm not satisfied. I want my money back." Because you should just scam them. Oh, I shouldn't I say that on air, should. but <laughs> I know. Or I should hit them up and be like, "I'm gonna do an episode." <laughs> okay. Oh so, what was your favorite moment? From Bravo this week. I actually really enjoyed I enjoyed the the ups and downs of watching Cynthia take her daughter to college. Oh, um, I know. I, I genuinely, generally kind of felt bad about the whole thing. I love seeing Leon, though. Like, he's I just... such a good dad. Well, just, like, seeing him, period. Yeah. <laughs> he's a legend. Let's never forget he was in the Like a Prayer video. It's him in the Like a Prayer video. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. No, he's an icon. Um, and he's such no a good idea. dad. They have such a great dynamic. The sexual tension is definitely still there. Obviously, yeah, everybody says that. But, um, and then, uh, but I also like really loved that they panned around the little party and of all the little things she made. And I'm so certain I backed it up twice and I didn't get a screen grab that there was just a bowl of cut up hot dogs. There was. Was I you noticed? It? Oh my god! Now I'm like. Remembering. I've honestly been thinking about it all week. You guys, I'll post a picture to the Instagram I, account. I was gonna say that's how I watch these shows. Is I'm like two days later, I'm like, were those really hot dogs? Yeah. And I have to like go back and look. <laughs> like one of my favorite moments from Bravo this year was watching Cameron on Dallas try to cut up an apple with yeah. a serrated knife, uh. and she just looks. She looks like a dog trying to open a locked door. Like she's like, I don't understand. Like, uh, I live for those little. I live for the like the little uh, theatrical minutia of it all. I don't feel bad. I went and looked at her Instagram though, and I she's doing just fine. I mean, I know. once she probably got there like two weeks in, she was with like, her single. She's a musician. I don't know what her deal is, but I mean, oh. I'm, like to have a single door. No, oh, her oh, single dorm room. Oh, Sorry, I was yeah, like, yeah, Because yeah. I'm like, yeah, shocker that they yeah. gave her a single one. If I, yeah, that's not even an option. If yeah. I was like, mom, and I also sad. don't. Think, I mean, I'm sure she's a little bit of a brat, but I'm like, I get it. Single parent household. She's been homeschooled the last couple of years. They've clearly been on their own together for a yeah. long time. That's a tough bond. To, but I loved. I love. I honestly, I really loved Cynthia and Leon being like, get in the cab and go. Yeah. It's bringing a little tear to my eye. It was oh nice. My God, I love that. <laughs> well, speaking of people having babies, Andy Cohen opened up on the CNN <sighs> New Year's show that he will be having a little baby boy. Did he say when? It's six weeks. So probably five weeks, because it was a week ago that he said it. Oh, man. I mean, I didn't watch that coverage. I also heard that Anderson Cooper, once he was pretty drunk, admitted that his mother had an affair with Marlon Brando. Oh, my God. I didn't get that part. Yeah. I might want to verify that, but I feel like I saw that headline somewhere, and I was like, oh, I love that, like, 50-year-old tea. I'll also say that um, I very proudly... 
I'll make an admission on air here. For my 34th birthday, my mother treated me to a trip to Costco in New Jersey. It's really <laughs> exciting. And I did buy myself in my postpartum state a very large size of stretch Gloria Vanderbilt jeans for smooth $9.99. <laughs> so I'd like to thank Anderson and his mother and Marlon Brando for making that possible. Well, I know that Andy and Anderson were set up for a blind date like years ago. Oh, I've heard about that, yeah. And then like within the first five seconds, Andy asked him about his mother and Anderson was like, oh, this isn't gonna work. That's Which like I my, get it. That's yeah. my deal breaker. Yeah. But then it's like, amazing that they've been friends yeah. ever since. But sad that like Kathy Griffin, obviously like after she did, Kathy Griffin used to host the New Year's Eve show with Andy, with Anderson before Andy. But after her uh, photo shoot with a bloody mask of President Donald Trump's head back in 2017, she was fired. But I felt sad for her this year because she also opened up that her mom has, like, dementia. And yeah, like, and they're clearly really close. I mean, uh, this is my thing with Kathy Griffin. Speaking of vintage Bravo shows, I used to love. That's how I actually list. got into Bravo. Same I here. Because I loved her stand-up. Um, and then... So, I think that there's a real kind of, like, disease that plagues older comedians where you kind of have to take yourself off the shelf at a certain point. Like, yeah. Jerry Seinfeld's done it pretty well, and I'm not a huge fan, but, like, I'm like, yep, yeah, do this, like, weird interview car show, who cares, whatever. Like, or, like, Jay Leno, just go away. Like... Yeah, he needs to go to sleep. Yeah, I mean, but it's good. It's like, I don't want to see you out here doing specials. I'm not interested in seeing you on other people's shows. Even, like, David Letterman's Netflix, I'm like, no, thank you. And Kathy Griffin... For better or for worse, I'm sure she still wants to be out here paying her bills, but it's like, you kind of were at this point where it's like, you're not going to say anything good. You're going to misstep at some point, and you're yeah. going to undo all the work you did. And I feel like the photo shoot thing was stupid, but I'm like, everything she did afterwards was like one crazy misstep after another. Yeah. And I feel really bad for her, because there's a lot of misogyny laced into how the media dealt with it, but like, I also feel like it was time to bow out. Yeah, especially with this. She made some comment this year saying, like, oh, they tried to make Leslie Jones be the host instead of Andy Cohen. But it's like, girl, just shut up. Like, you don't yeah, have just to, stop like, commenting. You're not going to get jobs because people don't trust you. Like, yeah. it's, it's fucking work. Like, if it doesn't work for someone, like, it's work at the end of the day. Like, yeah, it, shit is personal because yeah. you did something fucked up. But Anderson and Andy tour together. They have a whole vibe. And their show was and hilarious. And clearly there was some personal fallout between her and Andy Cohen. Yeah. That all, and all the coke accusations yeah. and all that stuff. And I feel like there's probably a lot of truth to that. But also, I mean, it was 100%. like a weird, it was a weird volley to, to throw, kind yeah. of, you know? Like, it's like nobody's going to be surprised that Andy Cohen blows a line every now and then. Like, right? yeah, so. Just to be social. Yeah, just to be social. <laughs> um, but, yeah, but, you know, uh, good for Andy Cohen with the surrogate thing. I re Have you ever read any of his books? Yeah. Okay, so I read, like, the first one where he gets the dog and, like, whatever. And they're, like, real light, beachy, ridiculous reads. Yeah. Like, they should they're not so have been published. Fun, so they're easy. so silly. Um, it's basically like reading a really long issue of Us magazine. Basically. <laughs> um, but, uh, so I'm like, oh, you know, he's clearly like, for better or for worse, I also can picture completely that aside from that persona he's put out that he's probably a total fucking shark. Like, yeah, 100%. Like, I bet he's real nasty behind the scenes sometimes. But I'm like, yeah, he's probably got a lot of love to give. Everybody deserves to, you know, have a family if they want to or whatever, sure. Um, but I, I just hope for everyone's sake that he's treating that surrogate better than Jeff Lewis. <laughs> Oh my god, Jeff Lewis. Because that story makes big. me so angry. And you know that surrogacy like that is, um, like a lot of countries have started to outlaw it because they just can't police people treating the surrogates properly. Which is terrifying. Like, yeah. The fact that that even needs to be a thing. Like, you should be so grateful that this woman is using her body to give you a child. Yeah. Like, because it's not, you know, it's nine months of her life, regardless of if it's her kid in the end. Oh, like, I mean, having just done it, it's a lot. Yeah, guys. it's like, emotional turmoil. Nothing like, will make you more pro-choice than having your own kid, trust me. Like, <laughs> it's a lot to go through. Um, you know, I got knee problems I never had before. 
Shit. I got a lot of issues that are just going <laughs> to keep coming. And I had a healthy pregnancy, so. Wow. Anyway, um, but I also will just say on the motherhood tip that I look forward to our son's dating. Um, oh, I'm ready wow. to have Andy pay for the wedding. <laughs> Putting it, I'm speaking it into existence. <laughs> Manifested. Thank you so much for coming on. Where Thanks can people for having find me. you? They can find me um, at TV Watches Trash on Twitter, where I intermittently live tweet <laughs> the bad shows I'm watching. Don't come for anything heavy because it's not there. And uh, yeah, that's that's that. Great. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to Bravo Happy Hour. If you love the show, be sure to rate and review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. While you're at it, be sure to follow Bravo Happy Hour on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Be sure to tune in next Monday for more of your favorite Bravo-related news. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.